you know what? If I'm going to get COVID and kill my parents and my fiance who has an autoimmune disease, it's for one character. my daughter and my wife and my mother-in-law and my pets dude i need to see like oceans 14 that's what i need to see dude i need to see with burning man oceans, <laughs> oceans 14 yeah r.i.p back from the dead dude that's the only way i'm going to the theater dude is to watch oceans 14 that's it they just, that's the only they thing that's happened <laughs> what if they just use footage from his old show dude dude and get like... his and get like his son to be his stand-in and then just like CGI Bernie Mac's face onto his son, like that would be perfect. It's like give give him the whole freaking uh give him the uh the Fast and the Furious treatment, dude. No, dude, I have a better idea, dude. Is that when no, one don't, of the characters I no, don't when they, one of the characters do something wrong, they get like hyperimposed onto um onto Bernie Mac's body, right? So like so like so like Brad Pitt screwed something up. And then he walks into the living room and sits down on the couch with Bernie Mac. And Bernie Mac's, well, Bernie, Bernie Mac's like, well, you don't messed up again. But it's going to be all right. From the Bernie We're Mac show? Through this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes, dude. In, I'm all for it. Jeez. He walks, into the kitchen, he walks into the kitchen at night and it's a Don Cheeto eating cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Dressed as Captain Planet? It's just like all the characters. Just bring them all. I'm down. I want some milk and cookies. Some milk and cookies. Some milk and cookies. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Uno is back. Wow, that's right. Joining me me today. (laughs) Give us the look again, dude. Yeah. Uno is back. It was organic. There it is. Uno is back, dude. With a Jimmy Neutron here. I'm here with Con and Jay. Let's keep it going. It's out. It's out. Do it right. Go ahead and do the intro. Uno, you haven't been around here. Do the intro. Go for it. What's up, bola de cabrones? It's the Data Report, and we're back. Mejor que nunca. And uh, today's episode, we're going to be talking a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Like we're reenacting 90s hip hop songs. Uh, you can get with this or you can get with that. But I think I'm going to stick with this because this is where it's at. Ooh, there it I, is. Lyrics I, one is back. Is. Lyrics one. That's right, people. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Beta Report. I am the con. We got Uno. What's up, Uno? Dude, I mean, this is, this is exciting, guys, because Uno is not in San Francisco, people. He's in L.A. Oh, he's homegrown. He's back. That's right. Yeah, man. So, like, San Francisco was on fire, and I was like, nah, bro, I'm out of here. I'm moving. And then I drove down here, and it's burning here, too. He <laughs> <laughs> brought it with you, man. Damn. And, of course, we got Jay. What up, Jay? What up, what up? Hey, when are we getting a Forever 5 story, dude? We still have not come up with something. Ugh, I haven't. It's just, you were five. dude. I know. Yeah, It'll come. Don't worry. All right, man. We gotta we gotta hear something else when you were what you were doing when you were five. <laughs> Starting fires. Starting fires. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember when I was five years old, dude. 
I had a gender reveal party for myself, <laughs> and uh, and then I started a fire, and now the whole freaking country, the whole freaking state is like dying. Bro, it's crazy because it's been like almost like the entire week that it's been all ashy and all freaking like like nasty, dirty, smoky skies and stuff, dude. Like this is I feel like I'm dude. playing dice with Larry. Clickety clack, clickety clack. <laughs> Hey, you guys, I have a, uh, well, actually, my mom, uh, I remember mom telling me a story that has to do with fire. It has to do with one of my uncles, dude. Uh, Our Tio Beto, Jay. Yeah? Yeah, dude. He was, uh, he had gone to a church and he was like, oh, this is boring. So he went outside and uh, he got cold. So he decided to light a little fire and uh, to get warm. And he uh, lit a little fire and stuff and just left it there. And then the whole field where he lit the fire lit up, getting close to where Get the church here, was at. No, serious? seriously. And people were like, wow. who took the light? My, my uncle's like, oh, shoot. He like, he didn't know what to do, what to say. But luckily the church didn't burn down or anything. But he literally was scared that the church was about to burn down. This was a long, long time ago. Dude, another story of, of our uncle, dude, like legit, when I was like five years old, dude. Oh, there it is. We were at his, we were at his house in Guatemala, and I had never experienced anything like this in my life, dude. Like, I knew, I knew people got jacked, and I knew people got like mugged and all that stuff, but I never saw it like actually happen in front of me. And we were at their house, and dude, like we straight up saw some, some guy trying to like break into his car. And over there, it's like freaking like, it's wild, dude, so... One of our cousins legit has a gun like on him, so he like runs out, pulls it, pulls it on the guy. But then one of our other cousins, Hederbed, he thinks he's like a freaking ninja. He goes and like karate kicks this dude like right in the face, dude, and just like drops him there like in front of like just straight up like cold blooded. That dude gets kicked in the face and is just like out. And my freaking uncle, my tío Beto, the same guy who lit the fire, tries to go out and he's like, oh, like. Like pinch away, whatever. He's like going after him, and he tries to kick him, and he completely misses, and just like he can't catch himself, and just falls on his face, dude. Like his leg kind of goes under him, and he just goes whack, dude. Just falls on the floor, and everyone's just like cracking up, dude. In the meantime, like the dude who's trying to jack the car is like getting beat up on the side, but everyone's just like laughing because like my uncle tried to get in on the action and just couldn't do anything. That was That's amazing. Hilarious. That's crazy. That was wild dude. though. That was pretty crazy. That's our deal about the dude. He's a he's a trip. An awesome guy, dude. Yeah, he's dude. In, in the tips of his fingers. <laughs> you done messed up. You done you messed, done up. messed up. Then you grab, then you grab your uncle. He walks into the living room, sits down, and then who's waiting for there for him? Bernie Mac. <laughs> yeah. You messed up with that kick. What you need to do is anticipate movement before you jump, not jump. And then try to react to movement. <laughs> but it's going to be all right. There it is. I miss Bernie Mac. Of course, she was still around. Hey, uh, I thought we'd start out the show with some beta news. Oh, you like my What's little... Good guy, you, like, you like my... Uh, uh, I thought we would talk, start off with a couple news bits, all right, real quick, just to kind of... I know that's... There's, there's not a lot of stuff going on because of COVID, you know, some um, film productions are starting to happen, whatever. But I thought we hit a couple of things. One of the things I wanted to touch on, dude, is uh, everybody has joked about where would Fast and Furious movies would go now, right? 
where would where where would it happen now? Where would it be? What would it be about? Jay, you've heard those kind of stuff, right? Yeah, dude. I mean, the only natural the like the natural progression for this story is for them to like die and go to heaven and hell, like a Bill and Ted situation, dude. Like they're all going to die, and we're gonna see them trying to rescue like God from heaven, dude. That is like literally the only place <laughs> that they can still go, and it, this could be like interesting. Well, I don't think anybody's talking about that one, but I think that was actually, they should be talking to you to write the next movie after this one then. Because <laughs> actually, I'd watch that one too. Actually. I, I could want to see Vin Diesel. Uh, I guess, I mean, are we going to see Paul Walker? Rescue God. I mean, yeah, racing the devil to try to rescue God or yeah. something, right? Racing the devil for like, for the world. I could just see, oh my gosh, the one-liners, oh, man. Dude. The one-liners, it's heating up in here. <laughs> Dang. Shoot. Well, anyways. Rod? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be like, we do it with coronas, but not the one in heaven, the one in my hand. He's just like drinking like. <laughs> Corona? So I just got it right now. I'm like, wait, why do they have Corona beers at, in heaven? <laughs> not crowned. That's hilarious, dude. Well, actually, before that one, bro, they've been talking about people have been joking wait, at the wait, next. Wait, I got one more. Scene, okay, go, dude. go, go. So they're racing. Vin Diesel beats the devil by like a fraction of a second. And then when he ends, he goes, That was one hell of a race. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, dude. That's good. Okay, I'm done. All right. So the one place before that one, Jay, no one's talked about that one. So you're actually coming out with an original idea, actually. But the one place everybody's been talking about, like joking around, is like all they need to do now is go to space. All they need to do is go to space or something like that. Because when you think about the whole uh, Fast and Furious franchise, franchise, it started off about these dudes um, with their car crew. And they were stealing stuff, right? Or they were doing, they were boosting stuff or dude, whatever. They were stealing like DVD players, dude. Yeah, right? No, dude, People don't even were... use freaking DVD players. Then, then they, well. they transitioned to, uh, um, you know, racing against like drug dealers. Then they had a, um, stole a safe in Brazil, right? That went through the streets of Brazil or something like that. They ended up being covert agents for like the CIA or something. So now they're like a covert agent group, parachuting cars out of planes, dude. Like that's why everybody said, "What else is next?" They'll be like space cadets or something, right? Well, sure enough, you know that was a joke. Well, it looks like it might be reality, dude. That's what's crazy. What? So Michelle Rodriguez was on a a show, on a serious XM show called the Jess Cagle Show. Never heard of it. Um, but they uh, talked to her about the um, comments that Ludacris was making that it would actually be, you know, potentially in space. And then she comes out and says, oh, no way. How'd you guys find that out? Um, and then she's, like, kind of happening with what happens behind the scenes or whatever. And So it's like, she's, like, confirming it, right, that they're actually going to do something in space. Now, she could be trolling. She could just be, like, trolling people or whatever, so it might not even be true. But still, you know, you get a little bit of, you know, comments out there about this being in space can you imagine that fast and furious in space i mean like in, in all honesty obviously like this this is the next like natural move that they can make dude like it's impossible either that or like dude, i'm taking all my ideas from bill and ted dude like they're going one of their cars is going to become like a freaking time machine and they have to go back in time to like rescue all of the old like street car racers 
and in order to like save the world, they're gonna have like a fleet of like old car racers who come and like have to fight against I don't know some like some like future oh it's like the future the future crew of them like their kids or something like that who turn evil <laughs> but they go back in time and they find these old racers and that's how they like they, that's how they like vanquish them you I'm know, telling you you need a you need to be a a writer for the uh, Fast and Furious franchise dude let's do it dude Uno, give me a one-liner for time travel. Fast and Furious time travel. Go. Right in the nick of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. So anyways, that's uh, that's something that's supposed to happen. So we'll see if that actually does uh, come to fruition or not. Uh, the next thing, dude. Fast and Furious in space. Go. What? <laughs> Fast and Furious in space. Go. Nothing? Einstein was full of crap. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, uh, dude. My original, I ran out, dude. Oh, dang. We don't really have great, like, like idioms about space, you know? Mm. Mm. They're the all, like, show-related. Final frontier. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing, dude, I want to talk about real quick is Blumhouse. Dude, Blumhouse is, uh, we're talking uh, during pre-production here hey foo what yeah i just want to say really quick like when this was michelle rodriguez's like mark ruffalo movement moment when he's like everybody dies remember that mm. this might have been her moment dude it, it might have been like a like when she gave it away like mocking like ha 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 just kidding obviously not but maybe but maybe <laughs> yeah yeah that's what i'm saying could be could be uh, I don't know though, dude. Because even even if it were the case, like if she let it like slip, quote unquote, it's not like I, they they really can't go anywhere else, dude. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they did, because they can't do. I mean, submarines, I guess, or like boats or whatever. They go to the ocean. They take this. The race they did have a submarine. The last movie, the movie before last. Oh, that's true, huh? Yeah. Were they other when the rock freaking punched the torpedo, right? <laughs> It's where he's like, he like directed the like while it's flying in the air, he's like moving the torpedo or something like that. It's like, dude, really? Dude, which is more ridiculous, dude? The freaking the rock punching a torpedo or uh, a group of guys steering a tank uh, by shooting it, by dude, shooting the cannon as if. Do not disparage the best moment wait, 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 in that wait, movie, wait, wait, dude. How about, how about John McClane? Driving a semi truck into a jet. Okay. Strong, strong candidate. No. Well, okay. No, no, no. I'll, I'll raise you one. What about John McClane driving a car and literally skyrocketing the car into a, the into a helicopter? Into a helicopter. Dude, yeah. semi truck into a jet. Yeah, but I mean, he just drove it straight into. How do you how do you get a car and make it flip right into a freaking flying helicopter? How about how about how about the rock? Holding a helicopter down. Oh, okay, he got me in that one. Yeah, <laughs> holding the helicopter, holding onto a chain with one. With the and, chain, yeah, with the chain and like in both hands. In both hands while holding on to, yeah, really. Like they had to do that with Captain America because he's got superpowers, but the Rock doesn't. In uh, right, so come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. The rock is a superpower. What are you talking about? That's true. That superpowered eyebrow. Yeah, dude. For sure, dude. Man, I remember when I went to go see that movie. 
I was walking out of the theater, really embarrassed that I wouldn't go see that movie. And then there was these two little kids walking out behind me right as I'm walking out. And they go, did you see what they did at the end? They tag team his ass. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's when all my dreams of being a t uh, film critic went out the window, dude. They tag teamed his ass. I like that. Um, okay, so I was going in, uh, moving on real quick. Uh, so I was talking thing. about Bloomhouse. We were talking about Bloomhouse. Or no, Blumhouse. Not Bloomhouse, right? Blumhouse. Uh, now, if you guys don't know who Blumhouse is, Blumhouse has been producing all these movies that usually are uh, within the horror genre. And they pretty much cornered that market. And they have a couple of hits here and there. We were saying they're like, kind of like what Warner Brothers is with DC movies. It's kind of like what Blumhouse is with the horror movies. They, they got a couple of hits yeah. here and there. Um, but they've pretty much cornered the market. I mean, they do make money. And that's why they're doing all these mon uh, movies. But they came out with a new trailer. What if I told you that we could do Freaky Friday, but you substitute one of the adult characters with a serial killer? Would you go see that movie? Wait, wait, wait. Who's the adult character? The adult character is Vince Vaughn. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I'll do anything with Vince Vaughn, dude. Oh, what? I even liked him in oh, True what? Detectives, that one season on HBO where everybody hated it. But I was like, oh, my gosh. Vince Vaughn is a serious guy. I love it. I liked it. I liked him in True De Detective, dude. I thought it was uh, I thought that it was season fun. was weird. It was like, weird. What the though. hell was going on? That season was off, but, but he anyway, wasn't terrible. It wasn't his fault, though. Yeah. Anyway, I trust. I trust. Uh, I want to. I like Vince Vaughn, dude. I'm gonna go check it out. Wait, 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 wait. Streaming. So no, it looks like it'll be in the I'm theaters not in November. COVID for Vince Vaughn, I'm not getting COVID <laughs> for Vince Vaughn. I'm not getting COVID for George Clooney. I'm not getting COVID what? for Frank Sinatra. I'm only getting COVID for Superman, dude. I'm only getting COVID for. Kalel, I'm only getting COVID for Henry Cavill slash. Damn, I forgot his name, dude. Black Adam. Damn, I forgot the original Superman's name. Oh, uh, Christopher Reeve. Yeah, Christopher Reeve. That ah, dude it ruined my momentum. It ruined my run. <laughs> <laughs> but you get the picture. Hey, I get it. Gentlemen. I get it. I get it. By the way, I'm not here for this Blumhouse slander, dude. Really quick, you guys calling this the freaking DC Warner Brothers version? Of it like, is, dude. Bro, I'm just looking this up right now. So they they produce Get Out. They also did Split. They did Us. They did The Invisible Man, the new one. They did... Uh, Wait, pause. Did they also do Glass? Uh, yes, they did do Glass. Okay, cool. Yeah, bro, but I mean, good night. <laughs> but still, but still, I feel like movie, I feel like Jay, us Jay, and Get Out, bro, Jay, and Invisible Jay, Man, Jay, bro. Those Jay, movies were your hero, dude. The guy you dig, they killed him with a puddle. So I think the the thing though, Jay, the, Jay, 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 they produced Whiplash. They produced oh, Black Klansman. Ooh. They produce... It's funny, though, but those movies, they don't come out, like, they don't market it as a Blumhouse production. Like, for example, Black Klansman is, is, is marketed as a Spike, uh, Spike Lee joint, uh, even though they produced it. What I'm saying is... Yeah, I'm the money, though. But hold on. What, what, I, what I'm saying what I'm saying is Blumhouse... <laughs> what I'm saying is Blumhouse has a lot of hits. That's what I was saying. But they have a lot of smaller films, too, that kind of, like... 
you know that 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 are there that that are mostly cornering the the horror genre, right? I mean, I'm sure you could see that there. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Yeah. So yeah, they have a lot of little films that don't do so well, but they have like some of the bigger hits, like you mentioned. Did it Halloween too, right? The new one. Dude, stop calling them little films because it's it's giving me like like I'm reminiscing Jeez, about Arnold Schwarzenegger and the little podcast. Oh, <laughs> 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 little podcast. I mean, we need to get gay back. <laughs> You're not looking uh, small to Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> we need to get who back? Gabe. Who's that? Me, who's that? Well, well, I mean, I, I know who it is, but Gavasonic, who? With Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, that's right. Well, you need to get him because he's a, he's a he's got connections to Schwarzenegger. That's why. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, yeah. He's got like the direct uh, line to Schwarzenegger. Got you. Got you. Gabe, we do miss you. Angel Fire. Angel Fire, yes, sir. Gabasonic. Hey, um, so, anyways, I th- I thought it was a good movie. Uh, when I saw the trailer, it looked good. Uh, the one down thing, like you just mentioned, Uno, is that I thought it was a Netflix movie. So when I saw the end, I was like, oh, it's going to be on Netflix? Nope, but it's, it's not. It's going to be in the theater sometime in November, I guess. Who knows? We'll see how things end up. Um, so we'll see. But it looked actually a good take on the Freaky Friday type body swapping type genre movie and i i thought it was a kind of a good spin on it so we'll see and like you said i like i like vince vaughn he's not in enough things right now i don't know why but maybe because he's raising a family or something but i hear he's really difficult to work with really yeah 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 actually do i sound like oscar from the office actually uh, this is gonna sound so freaking oh my gosh i already know how annoying i'm gonna sound but the guy, the, the place where I used to cut my hair, that guy, the guy who used to cut my hair, his wife was Vince Vaughn's assistant. And he told me, he's like, dude, Vince Vaughn is a jerk, dude. Like, he's terrible. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> really? But anyway, I think that might be part of the reason why he doesn't, uh, he doesn't get as much work. Even well, though I'm a big fan, dude. I don't care. There You heard it here first on the beta report. That's right. Vince Vaughn is a jerk, but I love him. <laughs> same, same with Jay. Dude, honestly, like I feel like Vince Vaughn has been doing a good job of. Kind bro, of we know you're not. You weren't listening, bro. <laughs> I was listening. Actually, no, I wasn't because Christina was telling me something. So I did. <laughs> I stepped out for a little bit. I checked out mentally for a few seconds. Jeez, what does it feel like to be called out, dude? <laughs> it feels great. <laughs> actually, honestly, it is refreshing. It's like a cold shower. Something you just need it, dude. Sometimes you just need, need you need that rude awakening, but um, is that what you said? The Vince Vaughn's playing. <laughs> <with the character? laughs> so he said. He I said. Definitely agree with that. He said that he goes to a hair salon. Yeah, he, he goes to a hairdresser, who uh, experiments on his hair from now now and then, and that his wife's the assistant to uh, Vince Vaughn. And that he found, he heard that he was difficult to work with. That's why he doesn't get a lot of work. Podcast in trouble, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you're to hear from Uno. I'm gonna show up, dude. <laughs> They're gonna jack up your hair, dude. Next time you go. Exactly, dude. Gonna mess it up. Give me rocking the frosted tips. Gonna give you a perm. But I am, I am kind of like, since you didn't say these, you didn't make this point. Is the fact that Vince Vaughn has been playing a lot of different characters. And he's not sticking to like that same like slide talking, like fast talking type of dude. He, he isn't Vince from uh, Swingers anymore. Now I feel like yeah. he's doing a lot of really different things. 
which I appreciate because he's. I think he's a good actor too. Like, isn't he in a movie where he's like a coach or something like that? Like recently, that might be Ben Affleck. Dude. I was gonna say ben, ben Affleck, Affleck like Far From Glory or whatever. Yeah, I know that, that one, but I thought there was another one with him. Anyways, you're probably thinking, are you thinking dodgeball, dude? Because like, <laughs> <laughs> that that's still that's <laughs> still Vince Vaughn's greatest achievement is dodgeball. There you go. That's me, literally grabbing the horn by the grabbing the bull by the horns. <laughs> that's that is still a great like, movie. It's a metaphor, but it really happened. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Uh anyway, so let's let's move on real quick. Uh the last bit of beta news I have for you guys is guys, I know you're gonna be sad. Uh don't shed a tear because um we still got some episodes left, but uh The Walking Dead is finally coming to an end, dude. Yes. Glory, wow. glory, hallelujah. <laughs> well, is it that show still on? Glory, yeah, right. Glory. Well, uh, especially with COVID and everything, it was a, um, <laughs> there was a, they didn't even show the final episode of the season. They didn't? No, they actually uh, put it off. I think it's coming out in October, which is not even the final episode of the season. It was supposed to be the mid-season premiere uh, ending, and then um, they were going to play the rest of the seasons, but that, it totally changed the uh what happened? So, anyways, what happened is that uh, we have this last season, season ten. They were gonna end it, but now they're gonna extend it for six more episodes, and then it's gonna end after season eleven, which will end in twenty twenty two. Dang, dude, still, for still. <laughs> so Damn, they kind of faked you. Know, they're like, that's, see, that's so. I know the the news came out. They're like, oh, The Walking Dead is finally gonna end, and then they're like, oh yeah, in twenty twenty two. So. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, but get this, get this, though. We'll we'll get this. The Walking Dead, you know, they announced it, did a press release that it's ending in 2022 after 11 seasons. But then we still have the Fear of the Walking Dead. That's still going on. Yeah, that's still going on. Then uh, they uh, this this year, they're going to premiere the Walking Dead World Beyond, which is like um, more of a teenage movie. based on some teenagers in another part of the world. Um, and it's going to be like from their perspective. I guess what it's kind of an interesting perspective. It's where, uh, what if you were born when the whole zombie apocalypse started? So they don't know anything else but the zombie apocalypse. God damn it, Rick. <laughs> yeah. Make the decision, Rick. And decision, they Rick. just announced there's a new spinoff with Daryl and Carol. Wow. <laughs> Wow. So, uh, and then it's don't like forget. It's like the goal of these characters to turn everyone into zombies just by merely existing. Yeah, exactly. Just to entertain us to death. Is that like the premise of the show? I now? guess. And don't forget, we still have the Walking Dead movies with Andrew Lincoln with the Rick Grimes character. So, come on, Rick. Yeah, so it's kind of false advertising, right? When they tell you it's going to end, but yeah, you I'm still got all this stuff. Everybody. Huh? I have a question for everyone. Dude, I'm sorry I'm, I'm cutting you off. I've been so rude on this show. I'm just so excited to be back because it's been a long time. Go sorry, for it, man. Yeah. It's all good. It's going to keep happening, though. <laughs> when did you stop? When did you stop watching Walking Dead? So I stopped watching. Like, wait, wait, hold on. Let me, yeah. let me preface the question. Not like what was the last episode you saw like on a whim, 
But when did you stop following the story? When you were you like, I'm over this? After the season when uh, Negan came out, that whole season of Negan, and um, I think what was I don't know if that was season seven, uh, or I think it was season seven. After that, I just couldn't watch it anymore. After that, it was just like no episode. Every episode in season seven, pretty much when when um, when uh, Negan and the Saviors came out, like Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Negan is excellent. Like he's great in that character. But the the fact that you wanted that they kept you watching or they kept showing you episodes of Dread and there was just no nothing to look forward to, and everybody was just suffering all the time. It's like why do I want to see that? It's like it's not even enjoyable seeing it anymore. And it was just the same thing over and over again. Like, oh, they were beaten down again. I mean, someone else died, and they were beaten down again. There was just never, you know, I know it's, it's, you know, you watch TV and shows to be entertained, but there's some, there's some, um, at least a little bit of, of, of satisfaction that you want to see that your heroes come through, right? I mean, that's sort of the thing why you watch it. If you want to watch something that's completely grounded and sad, then you'll go watch like an indie film, but. De- deals with that kind of stuff, but when it, uh, or this is us, right? Somebody's always dying of cancer or something like that. So, like, you want to watch a show? Yeah, there's some like struggle, but at some point you want to you want some you want some wins for your heroes, right? But this there was there was a closure. Yeah, there were no wins, dude. They were just after one after the other, just being beaten down by Negan and his people. And I mean, I mean, there's no pun intended, but beaten down with his bat. You know, Lucille. It was just like enough is enough, dude. I couldn't do it anymore. I just couldn't. And then it not just me. That's what happened. A lot of people just jumped off. And season eight had the lowest, some of the lowest ratings. Season nine, I think they started getting a little bit better. But I did start watching season ten again, and I just said I'm gonna jump and see how it is. And it was better. And the fact that they have um, Edith, which was um, uh, Rick's daughter. Which some people say Shane's. Um, she was actually a good little actress who actually did well in that role. So I thought she was really good in that. So I started watching again, but yeah, you're right. It's like season seven's when I stopped, dude. It just got just redundant, you know, and you just didn't want to see that anymore. So I don't know. Maybe these other ones will be good, will be better. Uh, Daryl is, of course, a, you know, a, a crowd pleaser. So we'll see how that works out. So, anyways, just yeah, thought it would be interesting to talk about. What? No, I hear Jay. Like, no, yeah, yeah, same. Uh, it, it, it was one of those things, like, I was, um, uh, like, I was not okay with with uh, the non-closure aspect of it, where we were constantly, like, like Jeff was saying, like, like, berated constantly with just negativity and, and destruction and, like, hopelessness, and it was kind of like, bro, it was just too much um because yeah you go in there to get entertained and then like by the end of the show you were just so bummed out that you just didn't like you you were always kind of left with the hope of like oh maybe next episode was will like something something will happen to our heroes and we'll see them kind of bounce back but no dude it was like every single episode you're watching daryl eat dog food and stuff and he's just getting like crapped on left and right and yeah it was just terrible so it was yeah it was right when they introduced negan that first uh and and i think they 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 did a like they did, they did themselves a disservice by getting rid of some of like the better characters, like um, Glenn obviously, and like Abraham yeah. too was another one too that was like uh, like a really good character. 
who carried the show outside of like you know you could only hear Daryl and stuff grunt so many times and like just be like this you know this like Wolverine light badass type of character. Wolverine uh, light. Like it was like you could only see so much of that you know like Carol with her indecisiveness too like just going back and forth with what she wants to do what she wants to be. These other guys at least knew who they were and what what they wanted and and they went for it. But getting rid of them was just kind of like I don't know, just didn't make it enjoyable anymore. So yeah, I haven't gone back. I've seen like like snippets of episodes, but I haven't sat down and watched like a full episode since since Negan. Yeah, what's that? Yeah. yeah, the last episode I watched because I know you're both dying to hear this from me. Oh, of course. The last episode I watched, I don't even, I don't talk like you guys, dude. I have no idea what season it was, but judging it's probably the same one or maybe the start. But right when Glenn died, I was just kind of done. Like, after Glenn died, I didn't want to keep watching at all. Like, something about kind of, like, the thing is, and I think we're all kind of talking about it, is that, like, I feel like Glenn and Maggie were the only ones that had, like, a future you wanted to see play out. Like, Daryl, it's like, I don't know what's going to happen to him. Like, I don't, like, there's no, there's no, like, hope for me to, that he's one day going to be a farmer and he's going to sell pumpkin pies in October <laughs> and he's going to be happy. Like, there's, that doesn't exist in my head. And then, like, uh, Rick, like, I don't see, like, a life for Rick. Like, he's going to remarry and he's somehow going to de-psychoticize his children and they're going to churn butter together on Sundays, and it's going to be all good. Like, I don't see any of that. But with Glenn and Maggie, it's like you could see kind of like this, like, peaceful future, like some sort of hope for them. But then when his when freaking Nafu ended up having his face turned into, into like, that Goonie character. <laughs> sloth. <laughs> when his head got turned into Sloth, dude, I was like, ah, oh, man, come on. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. Yeah, like, in a, in a, um, like it's kind of like the same reason why I didn't watch Mad Men was like I was like, dude, I already know a lot of a holes in real life, dude. I don't need to watch them on TV, dude. So, <laughs> like you know, with uh, with um, Walking Dead, dude, it's like okay, dude. Like I mean, right now, right now it's pretty gloomy, literally and figuratively, because fires. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but because but that show just didn't have any sort of hope and sort of like uh, uh aspiration to it so yeah mm-hmm. so we all agree yeah we all you agree show to be good you yeah give me something to hope for exactly so well there it is There's, it's then, gonna end you have to wait till 20 death star Worst case freaking scenario too. They don't even use the tiger to its utmost potential, dude. Like <laughs> yeah. that freaking tiger could have just like taken out like hordes of zombies by itself. But that like like went out with the, like a punk, dude. Freaking Shiva didn't do crap. Bro, I remember when that they first introduced the tiger and we talked about it on this podcast. You're like, they weaponized the tiger. They well, the tiger. Are you kidding me? I need to watch this. Heck yeah, dude, <laughs> exactly. that was like the whole idea of a of a tiger in a freaking TV show was just amazing, dude. And then, like, it would have made it it would have made it so much better. Like, the only thing that would have made that better was if like Game of Thrones allowed for the dire wolves 
to like mate with the dragons just the way like like what I was asking for the entire time. I think that would have been freaking amazing. Or like ghost riding on Drogon, like bro, just like coming in. Like, do you see me coming in? You wanted it. You wanted Game of Thrones to go the Shrek route and have like donkey had little donkey yes. dragons. Give me that spinoff. <laughs> Wolves with wings. We don't know what happened. Like, I know Ghost was like with Jon Snow or whatever, dude, but just that they meet up. It's like a buddy cop thing. They meet up eventually and they just go on adventures together, dude. This is how the never ending story started. Because then Falcor, you know, like Falcor looks like a dog dragon thing. <laughs> yeah, this is how we bring. And he, was, we, white. he was, was white. He was white. He was white. There you go. Damn. There you go. Dude. Speaking of Buddy Cop, really quick sidebar, dude. Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth need to do a Buddy Cop movie. Yes. I think those two would be hilarious. I would (laughs) I would watch that, dude. Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth Hemsworth in a buddy buddy cop movie. Yeah, dude. With what were like Robert Downey Jr. being the villain? No, he's a captain. No, no, no. He's a captain. He's a captain, dude. (laughs) He's always getting mad. Always getting mad at them all the time. Um uh uh Tropic Thunder. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> He's always getting pissed. They're like, "Damn, you guys shot It'd up." Be a good villain in that dude could be a good villain for that for those two. That'd be great, dude. Make it happen. Let's do it. Who would be the villain? Who would be like a good villain for that? Oh, uh, Ian McKellen, dude. Patrick no? Stewart. You want to see a fight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, yeah, it would have to be like the uh, the opposite, right? The antithesis of uh, Chris Hemsworth and uh, and Chris hey, Evans. Dude, how about uh, Kevin Hart, who plays John John Creasy, dude? Dude, get get my boy freaking Zipka a chance too, man. Freaking Johnny Lawrence, bring that dude in. He'll be the villain. William William Zapka. We said I said his name wrong last week. Oh, that's what it is. Zapka. Yeah, Zapka. My guy Zapka, dude. He could do it. Just put him yeah. in more things. Yeah, he needs to be in more stuff, dude. Anyways, let's move on, dude. Let's talk about real quick. This will be uh, the other thing we wanted to talk about is this past weekend we got to see an early, well, not even early, right? Uh, we got to see Mulan, man, through Premier Access. Who is this girl I see staring straight back at me? Why can't I? My, I forget the rest of the song is, but it's <laughs> a banger. Really good. That was good. That, that was yes. Ooh. That was good. I love that. I love and that. Unfortunately, too. Mulan live action was not. All right, Jay. I'm gonna hit you since you're you've been you've been uh, chomping at the bit to want to talk about this. And uh, really quick, just some background. This movie was supposed to come out March 28th, but. The lockdowns here, uh, pretty much everywhere, happened around March, the week of March fifteenth. Are on there, so this movie yep. didn't have a chance to come out. So it's been uh, just sort of kind of pinballing around whether it was going to open or not, or was going to it was pushed back to July, then August, and then here we are in September, where they said, you know what, we we'll just release it on Premier Access on Disney Plus, where you have to pay twenty nine ninety nine to watch this movie at home. Which, I mean, think about it. If it's a new release movie, uh, if you have a family, you pay way less yep. than that when you go to the theater. And to be able to yeah. watch it at home, I, th- I thought, I, I'm still like, if I'm hoping that they release Black Widow like that because I'll pay for it to watch it at home and watch it that way. Um, you do get to keep it as long as you have um, 
uh, as long as you have uh, a Disney Plus, so it's kind of still there in your library. You can watch it now. So uh, there's that benefit. But the other thing is, is it worth twenty nine ninety nine? Go, Jay. Nope. No. What did nope. you not like, Jay? Mm-mm. No. Elaborate. Mm-hmm. Elaborate for us. Elaborate I for am, our audience. I am seething right now, dude. I am mm-hmm. like bubbling up with the fury and fire of Mushu from the original animated movie. I'm a dragon spitting fire right now, dude, because I'm so mad at how how one note this movie was, dude. Like, it was sold to me. This trailer told me that this was going to be an epic story, an epic uh, of uh, a story on an epic proportion. But it was literally just one note, dude. Like, the entire time, there was no, like... I feel like the the characters didn't progress well. I felt like the like even the What do you actors, mean by one note? What was that one note? It was it, like the the it was there was no like um what did I say like there was no progression like no ebbs and flows. Yeah, like no ebbs and flows. There was no like differentiation between like characters and and how they were like changing emotionally. There was no growth. There was no anything, dude. I feel like what this movie really lacked was like a sense of humor, and and that was the thing too. Like I know that they wanted to make this more of an epic, more of an action type movie, um, but some of the great action movies that we know have a bit of humor in it, and this one just completely didn't like. It didn't have, it, it didn't have any of that, and like I I felt like the entire time, like the. The, the the actress who played Mulan was great. She was fantastic. I think they did a great job casting her. But I I feel like they didn't give her enough to do in this movie. She like literally had the same expression throughout. Um and I feel like she was capable of so much more. Like I feel like she handled the action well and then she handled like that the emotion of like of uh um just kind of like determination and resilience well. But that was it. Like she didn't really, um, she didn't really do anything else there, and it's unfortunate too, because like I said, she was a great actress, and I feel like she, she did well in the role, but she could have done so much more. I feel she could have done more there, and um, even like I don't know, I I, I feel kind of cheated because they did add some of like the mystical aspects of it, you know, like the sorceress woman who like became the like the hawk falcon character. That's in the actual animated movie too. Who's like the like an ally to the main villain? So I thought that like the way they did that was really cool. But then they had like this Phoenix character who really didn't do anything. Who could have been like the like the Mushu type character, and you don't really necessarily need it to, to speak because we see it in like R two D two and BB eight who don't talk in words. They talk in beeps and boops and stuff, but they still convey like an emotion and still convey like uh um some type of feeling in you and you can empathize with them and you can like uh um just kind of like you you can grow with them too but they didn't have any of that in this movie so i was just really disappointed dude all that to say i was just very disappointed with the way with the execution and with the way that they they presented this movie to be and what we actually got was was just kind of booty so okay damn and I'll just kind of like pose this question to you guys. I don't know if it's like, uh, if it's just like a psychological thing that's going on, but 
because it was put out on like VOD, like I felt like I felt like it was like the right place for it. Like I, I felt like if I would have seen this in the movies, I would have felt like, oh, they this feels yep. like a Netflix movie. It definitely felt like unfinished. You know, we we always talk about these Netflix movies and there's always like an element to it. Like they're great. The ideas are good. And uh, the execution for the most part is good too, but there's just like that one like tier level that they can't clear to make it like amazing and make it, you know, transcendent. I feel like this movie is like the same way. Like it just kind of, but like it hit its ceiling and couldn't go past it. And I don't know if it's just kind of the, uh, like the psychological effect of it being played at home that makes us think that way. But um I just feel like it had that that type of feeling to it. Before oh, we right. say, before we react to any of this, dude, I just want to round of applause you, dude, because you just went on this like three minute monologue with like one um, dude. This fool is ready. These are like teacher chops right now. Dude. I'm saying, like dude, this really honestly, heartfelt lecture from Mr. Rano, dude. <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm gonna honestly. go home and read my book and write two papers. <laughs> I am I, I'm legitimately glad that you said that because that has been a struggle for me that I've had to work on and which has has made me take longer pauses and just kind of gather my thoughts before I speak. I feel I feel I, I feel a little offended though because I've been telling you that forever, but it took you being a teacher at school and not your own brother telling you to stop saying um in the podcast, dude. Well, because I mean it's different. There's I like, know, I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with it. There's like actual <laughs> people that audience. I <laughs> <laughs> it's real, real time. there's actual people listening yeah i get you no i'm saying like in real time so it's it's different it's not like it's more conversational i got you i got you no not really um <laughs> that's the first thing i say um it, it's uh yeah it's hard not to uh jump into right, that again all right, all right let me let, let me give you my um tell me why you love it dude so i i i thought it was good but there were things that I didn't like either. But let me start with the things that I liked. The movie itself is visually it's beautiful. It's shot beautifully. I mean, the, the some of the shots that they had in there, the scenery, the locations that they had on there, uh, because they had, you know, sort of a, a play on different uh, places where yeah. they're at. So it was, I thought it was, in that aspect, it was beautiful. It was really shot. You know, you could tell they looked into the culture. They wanted to make sure that everything looked authentic. I thought that was good. I thought the 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 performances were. I guess that's all I can say that was good about it because now I'm going to jump into things I didn't like um, that I thought were lacking. Like one of the things is I think the 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 actors they got they just for the one exception of Donnie Yen because Donnie Yen is dope, but everyone else sort of feels like there was just no. Um, you know, not not emotion. Where am I going for? They just didn't give you enough to care for them. Like you just, you know, the main the main oh, actress right. was just not enough to really get you really uh, into her character and really to kind of cheer for them. It's, it was kind of odd, you know, it was weird where it just didn't give me enough to be really like excited for them. You know what I mean? So it's just it's something that kind yeah, of yeah. So was what lacking. What you saying is that they need more white people in this channel. This- <laughs> I didn't say that. Terrible. Into that because I love Donnie Yen, dude. Donnie Yen was excellent in this. Uh, in this, uh, and then also the uh, character actor that plays her dad. She, he plays a lot of 
a lot of um a lot of a lot of uh, characters um <laughs> I can't even say what I going to say Asian characters no uh he's just very well known he plays a lot of you'll know when you see him and he plays a lot of movies I think he was not used enough and so I just think that some of the characters were just like just wooden were not they were not robust you know they didn't give you a lot to really care for so i just thought that was kind of lacking a little bit i wish they could have dove, dove into a little bit more um they could have dove in a little bit more to the supernatural part on mulan's part because they kind of um, they they sort of um say that she's got like these superpowers this chi that's you know they didn't go too much into that they just want you to expect to say okay she's got superpowered chi or something i don't know so that that sort of kind of was weird in that too, and uh, I just thought that they just needed a little bit more for you to care for these characters. That's where I think what's was lacking. And so if you really liked the animated movie, which I did, it kind of gives you you kind of handicapped in wanting to like this movie because they like left so much things. Uh, uh, you know, like one of the best songs in all of Disney movies. I'll make a man out of you, right? That's not even in there. It's just like. That's just such a iconic song. Why, you know, it's so sad that it's not in it. Uh, I guess what they wanted to do was to bring in their audience, their Chinese audience, right? I read an article saying that they didn't have Mushu in there because Mushu was sort of offensive to the Chinese culture and Chinese uh, audience. So that's why there was no Mushu in there. I don't know if they meant Mushu, the character, or was Eddie Murphy offensive? I can't tell what what they were saying by that, but uh, yeah, it's just hard. If you really like the animated series, it's really hard to come jump in and to like this one. Uh, and if there was no songs in it that kind of made this movie too. It was sort of weird too. One of the songs, of course, Jay was singing one of one of the most famous songs on there too. So uh, yeah, it was just kind of weird. I just thought you know, which I, did, which I did kind of enjoy the way that they did like the like the orchestra version of that song because you can kind of hear it was like the main what do they call it, like motif that kind of went through the entire movie mm -hmm. uh, is that song, which was, which was nice, but yeah, I, I'm finally experiencing what a lot of people have been experiencing with these live action movies with the exception of Aladdin. I think for the most people, for the most part, people felt like Aladdin was, was an, an okay successor, I guess, or companion to the animated Aladdin movie. Uh, but for the most part, most people in regards to the live action movies, if you like the animated one, you're not going to like the live action is, is typically what I've seen, what I've noticed, like for, you know, Beauty and the Beast, most people who love the cartoon Lion King. don't like the, the live version. Yeah. For Lion King too, people who love Lion King animated, uh, movie hate the live action one, um, so now I, I, I am just a number, dude. I am a statistic now because <laughs> I've joined that club, dude, where I hate the live action version of my favorite Disney movie. And it's unfortunate because, like I said, I really, really wanted to like this movie. I really wanted to enjoy it. And I was so hyped to see it. I even stole the cons uh, login information so that I can watch this. Wait, what? Uh, my TV too. Oh, snap. I, I didn't mean to say that. <clears throat> I bought this movie. No, no, no. He stole mine. I bought, yeah, 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 yeah. I meant Uno's. I, I meant Uno's. Uh, K-O-N-U-N-O. It all sounds the same to me now. Dude. Got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was, uh, yeah, it was just, uh, I just, there's nothing else to say other than I was disappointed. 
Uno, you haven't seen it yet, right? You're going to see it, though? No, I haven't seen it, but I also haven't seen the animated one, too. So what the? I'm going to watch both. Well, you know what, dude? Claudia, she, my wife hadn't seen the animated one either. She was just hasn't seen it, so she actually enjoyed the movie, but uh, I'm pretty sure when she watches the animated one, she'll see the difference. Um, or, or not. Or, or not. That way, too. For whatever reason, it seems like whoever, if you don't watch the animated version and you watch the live action, you usually tend to like the live action more than you do the animated. Oh, I mean, I'll tell you one thing. The action sequences, the fighting... All really well done, really well choreographed. I mean, Donnie Yen, dude, Donnie Yen is freaking dope. So, all of that was was very cool. I, I really liked it. All of that was was I feel like he done wasn't well. Even used enough either in that sense. You're right though. He didn't have a lot of scenes in it, but where he was in, it was I thought it was pretty good. So, um, yeah. So, anyways, I'm just hoping that it did well enough so that they would release Black Widow. That's all I want. I just want them to put that out so I can watch Black Widow already. Um, that movie's been put out for so long already too, so we're, I'm hoping we get to see that sometime soon. Anyways, uh, it's time for a pick of the week. <laughs> Do it again. Sorry, I had like pick of the week. There you go. That's better. There it is. All right, so it's time for the pick of the week. We give our uh, picks what we think is good, what uh, you should be streaming, what you should be uh, um, watching on TV, a movie, whatever. So, uh, Jay, I'm going to head off to you. Do, do you have a pick of the week? Hold up. Actually, before we, we move on, I do want to just shout out uh, Jason Lee Scott. He's the guy who plays Bori Khan. He's the dude that... Jason I Scott Lee. Seen... Jason Scott. What did I say? Jason Lee Scott? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jason Scott Lee, my bad. Uh, he is... Uh, he's a cool... Like, I, I'm, I, I am surprised that he hasn't been in more films or more popular films. I love that guy, dude. Like, I will... Always love him in what dragon the dragon, yeah, the Bruce dude. Lee story. We play the Bruce Lee story. Heck yeah. yeah, he's oh, he's yeah. for me. Yeah, like, he that will always be. He will always be the. He will always be like the best Bruce Lee on film, dude. I don't know why he was amazing in that one, dude. He was so good. So yeah, he's I do. Like he's what Lou Diamond Phillips is to Richie Valens, where it's like that. Yeah. You, that is. That is you. You are the quintessential version yes. of that character. He will never live down the fact that he played a Richie Valens uh, really well. And I think Jason Scott Lee's the same. He's like, he will, his best thing will always be play, playing, uh, playing Bruce Lee in uh, Bruce Lee the Dragon. What is it? The Dragon? Bruce Lee story? Something like that? I don't even remember what the name of the movie is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. Yeah. That's, that's how I thought it was. <laughs> As you take a sip. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, Jay, do you have a pick of the week? Um, no, I need to think about it. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> All right, Uno, what's your pick of the week? And look, I want to apologize beforehand because I've been really busy these last couple of weeks. I haven't heard the podcast. I don't know if you guys have recommended this, but if you haven't, Lovecraft Country. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I'm on the edge of my seat. I love that show. Um, it's okay. So. Um, here's the thing. Um, I'll kind of, kind of go through. Let me go through this, right? So there's a couple of great actors I like. I, I think have been doing great, and that's uh, J- Journey Smollett. She plays Letty. Um, she's really great in it. Uh, Jonathan Maj, no, nah, Jonathan Maj is whatever. Uh, Courtney Vance, who who plays like the lead character's uh, uncle, is really great in it. 
there's just so much great acting, dude. I can't, I, like, I could literally go through, like, the entire cast and tell you guys, like, just how great all this acting is. But then on top of that, like, the writing is just, like, it's, it's, I'm dumbfounded. I can't even find the words. I can't articulate myself at the same caliber that Professor Rano uh, cal- uh, expresses himself because they, I, I just don't have the vocabulary for it. This thing's freaking good. Um, what else can I tell you guys about it? <laughs> <laughs> well, just to tell you, Uno, that was. It's produced by J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams is one of the producers. And. and Jordan Peele oh, is also dude, like one the, of the producers. Like the best combination in the world. Yes, it is, dude. And just like that, just imagine what that combination of people can do, and that's what is going on with Lovecraft Country. So I highly recommend. Here's the other thing too. Uh, here, here's another thing I can talk about. Um, the production is really great. Like the production is really great. Like the costumes, the buildings, the cars. The overall feel, it's a really well done timepiece. And I was actually listening to another podcast, not quite as good as this podcast called, uh, whatever. But um, <laughs> one of the productions, one of the production assistants talked about how there's no, there aren't even the books on the shelf, right? None of the books are published before 1954, I believe. Wow. Like after 1954. So that means that. They want it accurate down to the T. That even like the 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 books on the shelf that you won't even notice as an odd like as an audience member, like they are even accurate down to that. Like you're not gonna find freaking the Twilight series in the background. You know what I mean? So um, uh, just I think I point that out because I think it shows the attention to detail that all the producers are playing. And yeah, that's it. That's good. Yeah, it was. Also, our pick of the week last week it was my pick of the week for last week. But but no no no. You know what? You went more in depth than I did. So uh, there you go. Yeah, you you actually talked a little bit more about it than I did. But you're right. The it's an excellent timepiece uh, or period piece. It it the the costumes, the the buildings, the cars they drive, all of that just reflects the time period really really well. Uh, and Journey Smollett, she's awesome in this. The guy who plays I don't know his name. But the guy who plays Tick, uh, Atticus, Atticus Black. Major, Major Whitney? Yeah, I think you mentioned his name. I think he's really good, too. And, I, and just, you know, the 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 feel of it, the... the, the... <laughs> okay, I think he's, like, the weakest guy. <laughs> he just always looks, like, like way too panicked. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he just sees monsters, though, man. Come on. And he's coming from PTSD too. Yeah, he just came out from uh, the, the what? Do Korean War. Like a guy with empathy. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I I thought that it, the the mix of you know around the civil rights movement or right about when it's going to start and and the horror aspect putting that together it was really smart, man. Because you really see the I mean the real life horrors that they went through and then. Yeah. actual monsters <laughs> so this last episode was really good too because it's sort of like a almost like an indiana jones episode mixed in with oh, yeah, totally. yeah it was really well done i thought it was really good so yeah i'm i totally back that pick so lovecraft country if you haven't seen it it's on hbo Dude, go out the there and check it out is that i don't think we talked about it, but just going a little bit deeper into it that first episode i think most 
most of the fear came from them trying to make it to that county line. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah. And then when you see the monsters, it's just kind of like, oh, dang, that's crazy. But, like, my heart was literally pumped, like, racing in my chest, just thinking, like, dude, are they going to make it? Like, how are they going to get out of this situation? Like, and then not being able to speed and the cop right behind them. And, dude, that whole, the way that they built that tension as you're going through it. So, again, yeah, it's one of those things that it's not necessary, or it's it's kind of like a mixture of both the monsters and then just human beings as monsters, right? And, like, the way that we treat yeah. each other. It, that is the beauty of the show. The way that they can marry both of those together makes this show so intriguing, dude. And it's obviously, it's very timely, too, because we're still kind of going through, uh, you know, this horror house of injustices in the country even now. So, um, yeah, it's it's pretty awesome to be able to get that in our TVs as well. Um, yeah, for sure. Jay, do you have a pick of the week? So actually, yeah, and, and we've been giving HBO Max a lot of love. Like I did the last week, we were talking about HBO Max just in general. has a lot of really good uh, programming it right does. now. And I know that like Raised by Wolves, I haven't seen that yet, but I know a lot of people are talking about that. So that's one that I want to watch, but I haven't seen yet. Wait, pause. Sorry to interrupt, dude. I'm just so excited to be what back. Heck, on the but if anybody has AT&T, if you, have, if you go to AT&T, if you have like AT&T Unlimited, you get HBO Max. For free. So just want to throw that out there. Sorry, Jay. Proceed. So thank you for that. And uh, AT&T, cut that check. Cut that check. (laughs) Uh, There's a a show that we literally just started watching uh, that has been out for a while, but we've just never had an opportunity to watch it. And it's on HBO Max. And I introduced the con to it uh, this past week. And it is Los Espookies. And if you guys have ever seen Nacho Libre and enjoy that sort of comedy, this is literally an extended version or a deeper dive into that universe, into the Nacho Libre universe. It is like 100% fantastic. It is just great the way that they, uh, all these characters, it's just kind of quirky and and it's it's eccentric and, and strange, but all in like the most fascinating ways and in the best ways. So it's a it's a hilarious show. It's pretty freaking funny. If you don't, it is gonna be tough if you don't understand Spanish because the majority of the show is in Spanish. And even though it's subtitled, we saw it with someone who doesn't understand Spanish. I was gonna say somebody who doesn't understand subtitles. And no, they don't understand Spanish. So like reading it, translating it, like we were all cracking up. And they were just like a couple of seconds behind because they were like had to read what the joke was, and it just doesn't translate the same when you go from like English to Spanish that way. So they were just kind of sitting there like, oh, like I, I probably missed it. Or, like, oh, I <laughs> it. So this is definitely a shout out to like our our Hispanic community. Uh, if you get a chance to watch this show, I think you'll love it. You'll have a blast with it. It's pretty hilarious. There you go, Los Espookies on HBO or HBO Max, either one. Um, so I want to give a, a recommendation right now with The Boys on Amazon Prime, dude. Ooh, Season out. two is out. And oh, they're doing something yes. different. Three episodes are available now, but uh, an episode will be released every Friday. So they're trying that uh, format out. But uh, The Boys, if you haven't seen season one, guys, I really recommend you watch it. I, I mean, have you guys watched uh the boys, did you guys watch season one? 
Yes. Uh, I, I, I started watching it, but I didn't finish it. Okay, so you need to finish it. Season one of The Boys is is really well done. It's good. I mean, it's not your typical uh, superhero type movie show kind of thing. It is. I mean, it is a show, but it is crazy, dude. It's out there. It really is, man. It's gory. There's gore. Really, the story is about a, a group of... Um, like either ex-CIA guys, uh, one of them is not, but one of the ex-CIA dudes who are trying to go out and take out a, uh, like superheroes pretty much, but they're superheroes who are not good. They're, 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 and they're not just villains. They come out and say they're superheroes, but actually they're not really good people. So, uh, I mean, there's more to the story than that, but basically that's it where these guys are the ones that are putting superheroes down who are not good, you know? So you just it's just some sort of a simple way to put it, but it's really good, dude. Carl, Carl Urban is, man, he's so good, man. I think he's underrated, dude, in the things that he does. And he's really, really good. Yeah, he's... he's I got these guns from Texas. Yeah, dude, he's the great. He's, he's great in this, dude. So uh, season two is out, and so far these last three episodes have been really good, have been excellent. So I highly recommend, if you haven't watched it, go and watch season one of The Boys, and then watch uh, season two uh, every Friday uh I think three episodes are available. There will be one tomorrow. So go and check that out. So that's our pick of the week, guys. The Boys on Amazon Prime. You got Los Espookies on HBO Max. And also, uh, you know, HBO, if you don't have Love HBO Max. Craft and Country. also uh, Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country on HBO Max. There's a lot of TV for you guys to watch this weekend. So go and check it out. And if you still haven't, get on that Cobra Kai train, guys. It's amazing. It's so good. <laughs> I promise you, you'll enjoy it. It's probably one of my favorite shows. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, I was gonna say it's been around since like 2017, 20 something like that. Yeah, but, Netflix, but it's on Netflix, it? though. It was on YouTube Red. Nobody goes looking at it. Beta, beta report effect, dude. I told you guys about it. It's over a long time ago. I said this looks good, but I did subscribe to YouTube Red. So I can't say I watched it, but uh, I watched that one episode that they made for free. So <laughs> that's why I knew it was good. It was so good I didn't want to pay for it because I didn't want to pay for another subscription. <laughs> Anyways, uh, watch YouTube commercials. hey guys, go to our uh, social media pages. Uh, hit us up. Go to our um, well, we do have YouTube, but go over to our uh, Instagram pages, Facebook, uh, Twitter that we don't use. At the Beta Report, guys, we'd like for you guys to go ahead and follow us there, uh, interact with us. We love hearing from you guys, and also don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on pretty much any podcast app. Go on either Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, uh, Castbox, Stitcher, Spotify. It's all on there, guys. Go ahead if you guys don't mind. Jay, what else can they do for us? Uh, you guys can do definitely, if you guys want to truly, truly, truly touch us in all of the right places, in all the right ways, in our hearts, of course, then you must leave us that five-star review. We will accept nothing less than five stars. And, and, and don't even try to interrupt me right now. We're not accepting anything but five stars. So if you guys want us to continue, you know what? We're just gonna we're after after this episode, if we don't get a five star review, we're just gonna quit. You know what? That's it. Thank you guys for coming. We're we, we are actually going to shut it down, not like the Walking Dead. I'm just gonna say we're gonna shut it down. We're actually gonna shut it down. Cause if we don't get those five star reviews, then what is it worth? Huh? Huh? 
What are we actually doing here? If we're not getting five stars. Please give us a five star review so we can keep going, guys. Come on. That's all, all we're right. asking for. Real incentive. That's it, dude. I'm assigning this as homework to all my kids. If you're listening to this right now, if you want extra credit, <laughs> leave us a five star review. <laughs> <laughs> that dude, I want to see that, dude. I want to see it. Please tell your kids, tell your 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 your, your students. Aimless. Part of the homework this weekend is to listen to the podcast. I should, dude. I'm do, do it. Do, do it for fun, dude. I'll see it. Anyways, hey, thank you everybody for joining us for this episode of the podcast. We appreciate everybody. We thank you so much for listening. Uh, I know we have, I, I know we have like a handful of listeners, right? Like 10, 20? thousand. What? Yeah, right. Right. I'm putting it out there, guys. Just putting it, putting it out there. Uh, do the uh, uh, Lavar Ball, right? Shout it into existence. That's it, guys. Anyways, thank you for joining us. We're so uh, appreciated. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. For the Beta Report, this is the content.